Welcome to the Side Pods podcast at www.sidepods.com. Now, get ready for the drop of the green flag. Welcome to the Side Pods podcast. This is Derek Ross, your host of Side Pods, the podcast all about open wheel racing cars. Turning left, turning right. Could be the Indy 500, just turn left there. Could be the Monaco Grand Prix, left and right there. Any kind of race car that's got a side pod. What are they? What are they good for? Sponsors love them. That's where the primary sponsor usually goes on an open wheel race car. Well, they also do a lot of other things too. They take care of the radiators, for cooling oil, for cooling water, and they also help with the deflection of air under the car or through the car or through the side pods. Side Pods Podcast. We hope to explore the people behind the wheel, behind the wrenches, and behind the scene. So give a listen, see what you think. Thanks for joining us today on Side Pods Podcast. You know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think it's, it's a really good question, a really different perspective of thinking about, you know, me even coming back here. I mean, I, I just looked at it. When I did the double, it wasn't the fact of doing the double and people being excited about it. It was the fact that they had two races and I could do it. And Humpy Wheeler was found a guy that was not bright enough to, you know, to say no. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think from that standpoint, it's, it's always been that way. So when I get back out here, I like to think that, you know, start the Indy 500, that I'm an IndyCar driver, whether it be for a day or... Or um, in people's minds, just coming back home. It's, you know, that's where, I'm, and that's why when I talked about it and coming up here, I mean, I said I'm an, I'll dedicate the whole month if I have to, um, just to just to prove that that's, you know, that that it's important to me, and that I'll, I'll give all my dedication to, because otherwise. You know, go run the all-star race and then go back and run the 600 and run the bush, you know, whatever. And that's just, just stay focused on this and try to make this work. And however it comes out, it's meant to be. And we'll, um, we'll go Did you say you were a family of mutts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not mutts. We do a little bit of everything. A little better at it than mutts. <laughs> well, I told that to Mario one time. I said, yeah, I'm a mutt. He goes, I'm a mutt, too. And um, because you just don't care what it is. It's, now we we usually try to stay keep around four wheels. But Mario, he would venture off and do the motorcycles and did at Laguna that one year. Mm-hmm. And when I saw him doing that, I said, "Okay, he's he's way crazier than the rest of us in the family." You knew that, though. Yeah, but you know that was just confirmation. I think you said it was 2001 when you were Is that the scariest moment you've ever had, or just one of many? Um, no, it wasn't the scariest moment. Probably for him, because he was going the wrong way. Um, I was still going the right way. So. Did you come out all right? Oh, yeah. I came through. Yeah, I came through okay. And um, I don't know. I think the scariest moment for me was turn two when Jeff hit the wall over there. That was probably the... You know, whatever, you know, back then. You know, when Jeff... Because he crashed. Um, Jeff was two thousand. It was nineteen ninety-two. Is that what it was? When he did that, that was because when I came back by, he was, you know, obviously hurt, and um, that that was. It's tough for any driver, but yeah, it elevates a lot when it's when it's a relative and you live with them and you've built his go karts and you know you did all his go. You know, you you basically built all his racing stuff when you lived in Pennsylvania. So. Um, 
know, that, that, that's where it gets tough, you know, when you see some, somebody that takes a hard leg like that. How do you suck it up and keep driving your car? Well, it's what you do. You know, I mean, your concentration has to go completely back to driving the car. That's the blessing about driving a race car is when you're driving, it, the rest of the world doesn't exist. Consumes you. Yeah, it has to. You know, and anything that you give up is, if you give up a little bit, you give up a lot, whether it's concentration or anything. You talked to Raleigh about bringing up the old car, putting a silver crown car? <laughs> I talked to Raleigh about running a silver crown car at Darlington, you know, and um, he said... Everybody wants to do that one, John. <laughs> so I guess um, JJ ended up doing it. But um, They had a great reaction down there, and I guess they're trying to put on the schedule for next year already. So. Well, he called me originally about it, and he said, what do you think about you know, running these cars at Darlington? I said, it'd be perfect. He goes, don't you think it'd be kind of, you know, I said, they'll respect the place, and they'll be fine. You know, so people lose respect that, you know, usually end up getting something, you know, really bad to happen. But... Race car drivers figure out that they got to finish too, you know. So it's, um, you know, it's like Indianapolis. This place commands more respect than any other racetrack I've ever been to, and always has. And um, you know, so it's the corners. They paved them the same. They think they have the same banking and turning, but they all they're so different. It's amazing. And it's and the same things that I felt before. The same things that they feel today. You know, we talked. I said so. When you drive, what about this corner compared to this corner? And I, yeah, so it's the same. It's Indy hasn't changed, so that's the easy part. Then I make him turn in the infield and go through the road course. I don't know that track, but I do know the one, the big one around. It's an IPS car, maybe try that one. You could do that. No, Panthers got one. They got some really nice cars. I mean, I went over there. Then. Those and those IPS cars are nice. They're like they're real race cars, so. Um, but we'll concentrate on one thing at a time right now. Try to get going flat early. <laughs> I just heard you. Huh? 35. <laughs> you mentioned that. You mentioned Pikes Peak. Did you run Pikes Peak? No, you just talking about the fam- family history. Family, yeah. yeah. Great. Congratulations. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hope you've enjoyed listening to Side Pods podcast. We're always looking to make this a better show, and we'd like to get your feedback. Now, there's two ways to do that. Please call us on our comment line. That's at area code 206-888-4301. And please let us know which podcast it is you're commenting on. Your comments may be used in upcoming shows. So if you got a good idea, call us in. Let us know what you think. Again, the number is 206-888-4301. Now, if you know somebody specifically that should be on this show, please let us know. We want to make this one of the best things you can find out there in the world of motorsports. This is Derek Ross. Thanks for listening to Side Pods. We'll see you at the track. You have been listening to the Side Pods podcast on Race Remote. Your host has been Derek Ross. To subscribe to the Side Pods podcast and for show notes and more information, you'll find us on the web at www.sidepods.com. And you'll also find us on iTunes. The SciPods podcast is a production of Race Drive Interactive Inc., providing winning interactive solutions for the motorsports industry. SidePods podcast is copyright 2008. Race Drive Interactive Inc. All rights are reserved. The SidePods podcast is a proud member show of the Race Remote Media Network. Motorsport at its best. No batteries required. 
For all the latest shows and updates, please visit www.raceremote.com. For marketing opportunities and more information, call our friendly marketing department at 818-430-RACE or see us on the web at www.raceremote.com. Thanks for supporting motorsports. Now get to a race event and take a friend. I'll see you at the track.